Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I am here with my fellow podcasters. And tonight, we are going to be returning to the beautiful state of Hawaii, the Aloha State. And tonight, we will be concluding our Island Guide series, and we are going to be talking about Hawaii, the big island. And to get us started, I believe that Sam is going to give us an overview of the topography (laughs) of the big island of Hawaii. Sam? Well, John, you got that right. The Big (laughs) Island, obviously, it's the southeasternmost and largest of the Hawaiian islands. Hawaii's varied topography includes misty plateaus, craggy ocean cliffs, tropical coastal areas, lava deserts, and fern and bamboo forests, in addition to the often snow-capped peak of Mauna Kea. There you go. You said craggy. (laughs) I said Craggy. So in in real terms, we're going to say this is a very large and diverse island. Would you guys say that's right? Yes. Absolutely. Very cool. I liked it. uh, A friend of mine said it's like you leave beautiful Oahu or Maui and it's like you land on the moon. Yeah. It is absolutely (laughs) like landing on the moon. The drive from the airport, if you're heading west, is absolutely like driving through like the bumps on the moon. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) Last time you were on the bumps on the moon was nuts, right? It was wild. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the drive is strange because it's rocky and arid and people uh, stack those like stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like lava rocks all by the side of the road. So you see all these like weird almost like alien like it's statues bizarre. it is it's hard to explain it you get a very weird you don't get that like tropical aloha feeling when you're leaving the airport it is like are those called totems on the if it's rock stacked is that what they call uh, it i don't know look it up. all right if you are a listener feel free to let us know even though sam will be googling it so real quickly before we um get dive headfirst into the uh to the different resorts and things to do and the food what are the main like resort areas um jess can you tell us about that i know waikoloa is one of them correct so there's waikoloa there's uh waikoloa is toward is the is west and there's Waimea, which is in the north, and that's more like like farm country. Um, that's where you could do like horseback riding and stuff like that. Ranches, um, stuff like that, right? Yep, ranches. They have like cattle that they raise there. Um, and then in the east, you have Hilo, and that's the like rainy side, the more of the rainforest side. It rains like once a day there. Um, and then if you uh, keep, so we're going clockwise. And if you go south, then that's where you hit Kona. Ah, uh, that's the airport area. Uh, Don't you fly into Kona? Of? Or is Kona on the north in, side? So you do fly into Kona, but Kona, like the city, is east of where the airport is. So okay. the airport is kind of like, uh, I have to look at a map to refresh myself exactly, but the airport is more in between Kona and um, Waikoloa. Cool. 
Okay. I just want to make sure that's true. And it's about an $80 lift ride at 6 a.m. in the morning (laughs) (laughs) to the airport. Is that the truth? Yeah. I was like, (gasps) Yeah, that's rough. That's hilarious. All right, so Sean and I have not been to the Big Island, but both of you have. Is that correct? Yes. So, uh I'm looking at a map right now, and I'm trying to get a vibe of where everything's at. It's a really big space compared to some of the other islands. So I have driven around the entire island. How long did that take? In one day. It took, well, we made stops. We stopped to visit a friend who lived in Hilo. Um, So, okay. So I'll I'll preface this by saying that when we did that, that was our honeymoon. And we stayed in Captain Cook, which is east of Kona. Next to Polly? Um. Uh, yeah, it's... No, that's a joke. Polly, like Polynesian, Captain Cook's, never mind. (laughs) He brought Disney into it. Here we go. Per year. So, (laughs) Captain Cook is like this weird little town um, that doesn't have a ton going on. But, um, so we started out there in the morning, and then we drove counterclockwise around the island. So we went to Hilo, um, we went to Volcano National Park... So we started out early in the morning. We made several stops around, like around the island, and it took all day. Gotcha. So the island's ginormous. It is. It's it's massive compared to the other islands. I think when you look at it on a map, it's like almost all the others, other islands, could fit onto this island if you stack them on top yeah. of each other. That's how it how it. Which feels. is super cool. Yes. So that yeah, so the airport is like not quite in the middle, but it is in between like Kona, the the city, the town, and Waikoloa. Yeah. So it is like you're already heading up the like westernmost yeah. tip mm-hmm. a- as you leave the airport. So if you want to go to like downtown Kona, you'd be heading south instead of north. Okay. Past the airport. So the airport is not like downtown. It's in its own weird little like deserted It's kind of in area. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yep. It is. And it's all outdoor, basically. Like I like that airport. That's one of my favorite Hawaii airports. Yeah. It's pretty um, cool. It's, it's very cool. One. All right. So you land. You're in. So let's say you're flying into Kona and you were going to stay what are the main resort areas in which you would choose to stay where is your first place that you would recommend staying is not necessarily a hotel but the first resort area so i really like waikoloa it's like my theme is i like being in the west or southwest area of the islands so i think uh kona is nice um but i liked waikoloa because it's a little bit more um spread out i guess think of if you're on oahu and you go to um alani yeah and the koalina area yeah the uh, koalina that's kind of what waikoloa is like whereas kona would be more akin to obviously it's not this built up but it's the waikiki so i kind of it like waikoloa has that um you know that like more laid back vibe and Kona is like. like the city on that side of the island. Kona is their city. Yeah. Right. Um, Hilo Hilo is also like the only other. Well, so there's Waimea in the north. Um, so there's, you know, resorts that you can stay at there. That's pretty close to Waikoloa. Okay. And then you have the Hilo 
area, which is on the east side where all the rainforests are. And they do have some places to stay there, but it's definitely more uh, like old school Hawaii. Like it's much more traditional. There are fewer resorts, fewer chains. It's not as built up. It's more of the local side of the island okay. than um, the west side is. But that makes sense. And then you have this mountain range that's like the volcano down the middle of the island, right? So, that, that keeps, yeah, so keeps the rain on the east side of the island. So there's Mauna Kea, which is right in the middle of the island. Mm-hmm. So that's where, like, the observatory and everything is. And then there's, um, what is it, Mauna Loa? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't, I, it's been a while, um, which is the active volcano. And that's in, like, the um, southeastern part of the island. That's where Volcano National Park is. Right. Now, is that the area um, where people had to be evacuated south of there? Yes. Last year? Like, is that, yeah. like, the Bahala area? So that is if you if you're looking at a map, it's um, it's not on the coast. It's more like inland. So it's kind of I don't know. It's like almost central, like south central southeastern. Okay, um, is where Volcano National Park is, and so there's a lot of little places to stay around there. I will say I think something to consider. Um, we were actually going to stay right around Volcano National Park and do like two days there uh, when we were there. But so there's something called VOG and it's like volcanic smog. Um, and basically for people who have breathing issues, it really triggered my asthma and I wasn't ah, able to stay there. Interesting. Um, so we had to keep on moving. But uh, there's also a lot of sulfur because they have these vents, um, like like hot springs, but they have these like cracks, vents. I'm sure there's a scientific term that I can't think of right now um, that give off sulfur gas. You can walk through like Volcano National Park and they have these the little sulfur vents. So the smell is also, from what they said, uh, can trigger asthma and breathing issues as sure. well. Yeah. So And then we happen to be there uh, when... The volcano stopped erupting for the first week in like 30 years. <laughs> so we didn't actually get to see live eruptions no way. while we were there. Aww. And it started That's back lame. up as soon as we left. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's definitely something I would go back to see, but I think I'd do it from a helicopter instead of on the ground. Um, because I did have I and I don't I don't have serious asthma when I'm at home. But that really, it was it was rough for me. Good to know. Uh, but but it was cool. I mean, it was definitely definitely. Uh, if if you're trying to cross off, you know, the big national parks, it's definitely a bucket list one to go. Yeah, to. sure. It's yeah. incredible. Just the photos of that place looks amazing. All right, so let's start with Waikoloa. Where are you going to be uh, staying or sending your clients in Waikoloa? So. I think there are a lot of good resorts in Waikoloa. Um, for me, it's it's going to depend on who the clients are and what kind of budget they have. But uh, I I really like the Hilton Waikoloa Village. Um, I, it's not definitely not going to be everybody's resort. It's, it's great if you have sprawling. kids. 
it's big and sprawling and there's a lot of great activities to do there that you don't have at the other resorts. For example, they have a dolphin quest there. So we actually did um, take my oldest to swim with dolphins for the first time. And we had a room that overlooked the dolphin pool. Oh, cool. So when we were back in our room, he could sit out on the balcony and watch the dolphins swimming and doing laps. And That's awesome. So that's really neat. And that's not something you're going to get at every resort. But again, if you're on your honeymoon, I probably wouldn't pick that no. resort. But it was great for like a family vacation or if you're on a budget. I mean, I think th- this was a while ago, but I think we got we got some sort of deal or special in our room where it was like 199 a night. Wow. So yeah. it was totally worth it for us. We didn't stay there the whole time, though. Um, Sam can talk about this one, too, because she stayed there as well. We moved on to the Fairmont Orchid, yeah. which is probably a little bit more our speed. Um, but I, my son definitely didn't have as much fun there as he had at, at the Hilton. So <laughs> yeah, I've sent I've sent honey multiple honeymooners to the orchid to the Fairmont Orchid, and they've always it's, loved it. It's beautiful. It's reasonably priced. It's like secluded without being in the middle of nowhere. And it's, they have the sea turtles that yep. come up on the beach. Mm, that's awesome. It's it's a beautiful resort. Like the beach is really private because no one really goes to the beach unless they're staying at the resort. It's like a big like wide a spread out cove. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I love it there. And I think the Hilt I mean the Fairmont also does a really good job with kids. So they have, you know, real cribs in the room instead of pack and plays. They have, you know, kid menus at all the restaurants that go beyond like the standard kid fair. They just do a lot of things with kids in mind, kind of upscale for kids without tacking on like unreasonable prices. So I do think they really try hard to be family friendly and kid friendly. You're talking about the Fairmont? And it was just, it's Mm -hmm. the Fairmont. Yeah. It's not as, you know, I would definitely send honeymooners there, but I would not shy away from it if you had, if you were there with kids too, because it's, there were just as many families as there were couples okay. when we were there. And I will say, now, to correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Jess and Sam on this, but when I priced out Hawaii, the big island compared to Maui, and mm-hmm. even sometimes Oahu, the big island always yeah. seems to be the, the best priced. Like, you can uh, get yeah. a really nice, like, you can stay at the Fairmont for... And you can stay at the Fairmont uh, Orchid in big on the Big Island for half of what you're going to pay for uh, yep, Kealani yep. over in Maui. Sometimes even less than half. That's it, nuts. It really, oh. yeah. And I don't know exactly why that is. The Big Island is my second favorite of the Hawaiian Islands. I have a real soft spot. It was the first Hawaiian island we went to. It was where we spent most of our honeymoon. Uh, even being to Maui. We've been to Maui more times than the Big Island. Um, we've only been to the Big Island twice, but it, it's st- even after going to Maui, it is a strong second. I really love the Big Island. I think it's perfect for honeymooners, for couples, for families, for older couples. I really think that every type of client would have a great time on this island. There's so much to do. So um, our boys are super jealous that we're that Steph and I are heading to Maui for our anniversary this summer, and so we're talking about taking them to Alani. But like the more we talk about it, it'd be like a great idea to do a split stay 
Oahu yep. and then hop over, you know, on a little hopper flight and then do Waikoloa Village or Fairmont for several nights, you know, to end it. And, and Waikoloa, so we did, we did a split between Waikoloa and Fairmont. And that's, I would do it that way again. I thought that was perfect. Mm-hmm. I would do Waikoloa first. <laughs> but I mean, there's a monorail there. Yeah. It doesn't get better than that. You really do feel like a little bit of Disney. It almost feels more Disney sometimes than Olani because it has it has a monorail. You can literally monorail around the whole thing. There's boats. There's <laughs> ferry, ferry boats. boats. <laughs> um, there's like a lagoon where you can put your little kids in the water and let them swim with no waves and they can't get out too deep over their heads and it's calm. And it's just like the way, just like in Koalina where they built it into the lagoon, there's a lagoon there at, at um, Waikoloa. Um, and it's I've, just, you know, I've got clients heading out there in August to the, to the Hilton that I lined up. I've yeah, got kids I, nine and I 12. Really, I think they're going to really enjoy it. Oh yeah. There, there's so much to do. There, you never have to leave if you don't want to. It's ju- it's just like Aulani in that respect where you almost, you know, I wouldn't rent a car because like, I mean, I wouldn't not rent a car because of what I'm Sam said. I'm not sure said. you can rent a car right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, you want to be able to see more of the island. You really do need a car to get around the island. But it, you could spend a whole week at that resort and never get bored. There's so mm-hmm. much to do. Great. And they ha- also have an amazing spa, mm. too. I've been to the spa there twice. Which spa are you talking about? Um, at uh, at Hilton. It's Ko- Kohala Spa. And it is really, really good. I didn't go to the one at the Fairmont, did you? Well, no, I didn't because I took a nap. But <laughs> the other two did. And it was, they had like little huts that they would go in and it, had, it was like, on the waterfall there and it was just they were like it's the most relaxing spa they've ever had it's an outdoor it's called like the spa without walls or something like that uh and it's like entirely outdoors which is really neat yeah Yeah. so i had already had my massage at waikoloa like the day before so i didn't do two (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i really i the I think they do a great job at the Hilton with their spa. It was, we, we also got a couple's massage when we were on our honeymoon and it was like, we had gone surfing that day and then did the massage in the afternoon because I'm an amazing travel agent and I scheduled it that way. (laughs) And it was like the absolute perfect day. That was probably my favorite day of the whole, of our whole honeymoon. Can I just say Sam going back and taking a nap and instead of doing something seems to be like one of the most Sam things she could have done. (laughs) I I, I, I do the same thing. We were meeting with the sales manager of the Fairmont Orchid and she got us on this like um, waterfall tour. So we had to hike, I don't even know how many miles to get to this waterfall. And it was pouring <laughs> down rain. And it was like 10 inches of mud. We all fell down a mountain. <laughs> it was bad. So Literally. I was like cold, wet, muddy. And I was not about to have someone rub up on me. So I was like, I'm getting a shower and taking a nap. But you were probably super grumpy. You were probably grumpy too. I was like, so grumpy. Uh, <laughs> we hadn't had any food all day. I was like, I'm gonna die. This totally tracks. I'm grumpy, Sam. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, 
All right, so yeah, moving outside, I of, totally would have taken a nap as well. So let's but. move out of Waikoloa. <laughs> what other, really quickly before before we move on to uh, activities, are there any other resorts on the island that you would really recommend? Um, so there is the Four Seasons in Kona. I have tried to get reservations there, and I haven't been able to do it. Um, they fill up super fast, but they have rave reviews. I hope to be there one day. Um, and then I do have to give a little shout out to where we stayed on our honeymoon. It was not a resort. We stayed at a little inn uh, in Captain Cook. It was called Luana Inn, and it was a bed and breakfast. And it was run by this wonderful couple who uh, were so friendly. And they're the type of people who are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing in life. Like they were meant to do this. They cooked Aww. breakfast for us every morning. There was only like six rooms there. So you would eat with like the other guests, but not in like a weird way. Like everybody had their own separate table. They mm-hmm. have like a giant pool. They had like, but it was perfect for a honeymoon because you each had your own little like space. It wasn't like all in the same house. You had like your different little like entrances and almost like suites kind of. Yeah. Um. So that that was awesome. That was perfect for us. We didn't want a resort on our honeymoon. We wanted to be like somewhat like different and and then we moved into um we moved on to Oahu and Waikiki and you know we were in a high rise there but um so I just want I, yeah I just want to shout out to Luana in because they're still going strong Aww. and it's been almost 15 years so that's a something that's about great. them yeah yeah yep. they're they're awesome at what they do so fantastic that was cool all right let's move on really quickly to activities aside from sliding on your butt down a mountain in a bunch of mud what else <laughs> yeah is i didn't have do? that on, i didn't have that on my fun. list it was super fun <laughs> yeah probably was, not at the time <laughs> it was a lot of fun it would have been better if it wasn't raining yeah but you know we did it with hawaii forest and trail and they had really great guides and um they had all kinds of options for you to there was zip lining hiking waterfall tours there's so much to do on big island but you guys were there with other people mm-hmm. on the tour, right? And you guys were the only ones that fell down the mountain. Yes. Yeah, so right? Okay. It was just, there were three of us in our so group. So it's totally possible like, to do it without falling down the it's mountain. It's totally possible. We were the only three that were muddy. <laughs> Everybody else had white shoes on and they didn't have a speck of mud on them. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think my favorite part of that story, though, is the bag of Doritos. Oh, yeah. It was so great. <laughs> Which you now have to tell everybody. You don't have to use names. But okay, so to one of the girls I was with had a bag of Doritos in the back in her backpack. And so she starts sliding. <laughs> I go to try and catch her, but she falls. Okay. And the bag of Doritos explodes. <gasps> her backpack. I'm like, oh, oh my no. God, you just broke your butt bone. <laughs> it sounded like a gunshot. <laughs> So then I fall trying to catch her. Uh, and then the other not not to be named person tried to catch me and then she fell. <laughs> and everybody just was like, oh my God. These three. So so I I did That's amazing. Uh, I did go on a hike when I was there and I didn't fall or have anything crazy happen. Um, but when we were on the Hilo side, we did Rainbow Falls. And there's like a whole bunch of waterfalls. It's like a pretty easy hike. And it was it was really awesome. That was that was a cool hike. There are lots of really it's it's very um, wet 
and rainforesty. Like tropical, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. So there's a lot of like neat little hikes all over the island. So hiking, thumbs up. Like I kind of feel like the parts uh, that mm-hmm. are green on the big island remind me of Kauai. Mm-hmm. Like a yep. lot. Right. Because their rainy side and Kauai is really built up like the big islands is. So that kind of, you know, dictates where people live. And it it's crazy because where we stayed was kind of more in the rainy side than the dry side. And you would go up, like we'd go to the grocery store and it would be raining and we'd leave the grocery store and drive back and we'd literally drive out of the rain. Like it's, there's like the pockets of rain are hovering right over the rainforest all the time and you can drive five minutes and be out of it. It's really (laughs) crazy. That's 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 insane. Um, Man, that sounds so great. So, you want me to give you more activities one or besides two more. falling down a mountain? Well, well you mentioned okay. yes, you mentioned a couple. Yes, I've waterfalls. got one. Yeah. Yes, I sent I sent some options to to a client today. Do you know anything about this submarine tour? <laughs> Is this a setup? It's not. <laughs> what do you know about it? Because <laughs> because it looks awesome, but Is it I'd like ball? to hear your thoughts. I'm, it's so I'm cheese ball. Because this, no, this really sounds like a setup because I did the submarine tour. Did you? (laughs) I did. Um, My husband loved it. I wanted to die. It was, (laughs) I'm not super claustrophobic, but all I could think of is we're 100 feet under the ocean. And if this thing springs a leak, we're all dead. Like That's how that works. Yeah. So I was like super anxious the entire time. I hated it. Um, and he loved every second of it. So the my my caution would be if you're claustrophobic, probably mm-hmm. skip it and go snorkeling instead. Um, but it it was not it was reasonably priced. It wasn't it, it wasn't cheese ball or anything. They do take your picture at the beginning and try and sell it to you. And I did definitely sneak a picture of the picture on my phone um i can post that in the group too um but it yeah it was cool i'm glad it, we did it again uh in maui um this time when i don't remember if both my kids were there or just my son was there but um and it was definitely cool to do with kids because the divers will pull things from the bottom of the ocean and bring them up to the submarine, like starfish and cool. sea cucumbers. And then the the person inside, it's almost like, like an aquarium. And the person inside will describe all the different creatures and stuff. So it is neat, but like I... You, just oof, have, to, you I, have to be prepared for it. Hype. I was basically having like a panic so, attack down there. So please, yeah. So please tell me that this is... An exact replica of the submarines at Disneyland, <laughs> where you really ride at the surface and you just can't see it. No, you do go a hundred feet under the water, um, and you do like I don't I don't care for the that ride at Disneyland either. Um, but it's obviously much more lame. Like you do, you fall for a good like you know few minutes. You're falling, and you know you're falling. <laughs> So, like, you can see it changing. You see yourself go down to the ocean floor. But you have to kind of go out a little first. Um, Yeah. So it really is. You really are a hundred some odd feet underwater. 
So you feel like the pressure changing, like it. You yeah, know, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's hard if you're claustrophobic. I would definitely skip it. But we did go snorkeling while we were we were there. It, they had really good snorkeling in Kona. Um, I as I mentioned earlier, we took surfing lessons. That was really fun. Um, they guarantee that you get up, which like is is a bold guarantee. But <laughs> I did. I'm not posting those pictures of me surfing, but I did. And it was really fun. Um, we also did a uh, Kona coffee tour, Ooh, which was also really that awesome. Like that's great. That's, yeah. that's really fun because they have like, they show you like the coffee peas, like before they like crack them open, like what they look like. They describe like um, which little like pea makes the different kinds of beans and like how long you have to roast it to get certain flavors so mm-hmm. you can like sip coffee like wine tasting and um they have like dark chocolates and stuff to pair with the coffee so that was really awesome i would do that again too that was fun i want some um, of that that yeah, sounds really good that's a good one and uh we did volcano national park yeah. too all right real um, quick what is the number one activity you did that you'd say if you only can do one what would it be uh See, that's hard because I would say, like, I don't know. You can't just do one because it's the only time you're ever going to see an active volcano. So it would be Volcano National Helicopter. But but I have to say, Volcano National Park was a little bit, what's the word? Not like a letdown, but it was a little bit. Yes, it was underwhelming. Like, I feel like there are other national parks that are better then and again i didn't see the actual volcano but like we drove through the whole thing and even if the lava was flowing i think a helicopter tour of that is better than going through the actual national mm-hmm. park cuz without the volcano you're in and out an hour whereas if you're at like yosemite you could spend a whole week there yeah. there's no way you could spend an entire week in volcano national park you'd be bored out of your mind so it's like going so, to the grand canyon national park and not seeing the grand canyon is what you did but it's also like going to the grand canyon <laughs> seeing the canyon and being like cool it's a big hole in the ground i've i've seen it i'm now done you wouldn't want to like keep hiking it to the same spot over and over again for no, an entire week. No, but there's a week. lot to do at the Grand Canyon. You can yeah. hike to the bottom. You can go whitewater rafting. You can do a helicopter tour. You can do hiking around the ridge. You can go camping. I love the yeah, I that's, love Grand Canyon. That, Volcano National Park is very small. Gotcha. It, like the scale of it is nothing compared to the ones we have in like the continental United States. So, like, you really can get it all done in, like, an hour or two, even if the, the volcano is right. erupting. What's the number two thing you would recommend so, then? Okay. So, I would say I would say you definitely have to go snorkeling when you're in Hawaii. That if you only can do thing. one activity, it has to be snorkeling. It's amazing. Cause you, and on the big island, you can see turtles, too. There are a lot of turtles. Um, but I uh, specific to, like, the big island, I really like doing the coffee tour. It's not... It's not the same, at, you know. It's something unique to the Big Island, so I would do that. I think that I think that's probably a good one, the coffee tour, because yeah. you cause there's really good snorkeling on Maui as well and other places. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So last but not least, let's kind of get through this because we're going a little bit long on the show. Food. Okay. Give us um, a couple of your top picks because <laughs> I know we could talk about this for a whole show. 
We actually can't. This oh. the, the Big Island has the worst food. <gasps> the food isn't bad. I'm not but saying the food is bad. They have the best shaved ice. They do. <laughs> so they have great shave ice. They have great malasadas, which you'll find different variations of on every island. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I forget the name of the place, but there's a really great shave ice place on Ali'i Drive, which is in Kona. That's like Kona's big drag. So they do. But as far as like restaurants are concerned, I would definitely rank them fourth out of the islands. Um, but that okay. doesn't mean there aren't good places to eat. There's no like, monkey there just pod. Aren't, there's no monkey pod. There used to be uh, a Merriman's version, like a, a Merriman's Cafe. Oh. Yeah, so like how mon- so ma- there is a Merriman's um like the fine well, dining one. restaurant but, but he used to like have their, their Yeah. So he had one yeah. I think that was called like Merriman's Cafe that okay. was like across the street basically from where um the Hilton is. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I had heard that closed down. I went looking for it today and I definitely couldn't find any mention of it or website or anything. Mm. That was great and it was reasonably priced. So, I mean, the the places that are really good are the places that are expensive. So, there's a um, a Roy's uh, in Waikoloa. Mm-hmm. There's like Roy's all over the place. I know people have strong opinions about Roy's. I've never had a bad meal at a Roy's. I like it, but they are a chain technically. Because we have them here. And there's we have them in, in the yeah in California. Of... Is that really um, that's all where it's at? I think I it, we have them on the East Coast, I think there's no? probably one in Vegas. Maybe I know there's a few in California. I think there's one in Vegas, but I think they're mostly West Coast. Um, but I, I would have sworn we had them on the East Coast somewhere. Yeah, maybe not. I grew up out west, so maybe that's what I'm thinking. Please continue. Yeah. But Roy's to me is like very like quintessential Hawaii. Although yeah. when we went to Hilo, we couldn't find anywhere to eat but Subway. So <laughs> <laughs> Where? We had Fresh. Subway. Subway. Eat fresh, you know, Subway subs. But so there's the Merriman's, like the fine dining Merriman's is good. And then at uh, the Fairmont Orchid, they have Brown's Beach House, which is really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. And it's like outdoors and it's just beautiful at sunset. Um, And then for like probably my favorite overall (laughs) restaurant is this little like burger place called um, Annie's Island Fresh Burgers. They serve Big Island grown uh, beef from like the cattle that's in Waimea. And Big I- so we were talking to somebody there while we were waiting for our burgers. And they said that because of the volcanic uh, components in the soil, mm-hmm. Big Island beef has a certain taste to it and almost tastes like sweeter than regular meat. It has its own like fresh taste. And then all of the like, um, I forget what they're called, the places where they process all the meat and everything. So basically everything from growing the cattle to like butchering the cattle to serving the meat all happens on the island. So nothing, it's all super fresh. It's not like you know there's no traveling there's not like it's all super local and you can taste that that their burgers are literally the best i've ever had in my life and it is our number one thing to do to eat when we go to hawaii we always have to find local burgers because they taste better than the ones Mm. out here it's good to know and malasadas 
you can't go to Hawaii without having a malasada. And for those who don't know, they're little Portuguese fried dough balls, sometimes with cream in them. Very good. Okay. I definitely I think want that's all. Cups. Very good. That's, <laughs> and that's it. All right. But I love, I love, love, love the Big Island. I think everybody needs to go to the Big Island. It's super chill. It's a great place to spend a week, and you really feel like you're disconnecting. It's amazing. All right. So we could all use that. I already know your answer to this, but I want to hear this from you and from Sam. Since this is our very last Hawaiian Island Guide episode, I want you guys to rank the Hawaiian Islands. No offense to any Islanders from one or the other, but if you were going to. Top to bottom? When you, from top to bottom. No. Yeah. So, well, start with the bottom. Least favorite easy. to favorite. This is easy. I, for I me. know your answer. I ahead. have very strong opinions. Yeah, Kauai <laughs> is my least favorite. Shut your mouth. But I, I need to give it another <laughs> chance. I do. It's the only one that I've only been to. You were once, pregnant so. and sick, so. Yeah, but it rained the entire week we were there, yeah. and that really is hard to come back from. All right. So but. okay, so Kauai for you then. Mine is the Big Island. Oops. Big Island at it's, the bottom. It's, it's it's my least favorite. But it's also because the you fell down the mountain. Yeah. Yeah, but you also, it's an <laughs> island you spent the least amount of time at, right? I spent oh, like two whole days there. That yeah. was about it. All right. What, what What's know. after that? A... Jess, number three. Number three is Oahu. Interesting. My okay. number three is probably going to be Maui. Whoa. That's a, that's a hot take. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're not <laughs> friends <take>. anymore. <laughs> you can write well, your I number mean, I like two. it. It's just, I don't know. Send your hate mail okay. to uh, <laughs> Samantha. Uh, we are. I think there's a lot to do there, but I just—it's not my favorite. Okay. It's wow. Not, we're it's not my opposites. top. This is really funny. All right, number two. Oahu. Number two is number two is the Big Island for me. Okay. I, I, Oahu has Waikiki. I hate Waikiki. I didn't step foot in Waikiki the last <laughs> well, time I was there. There you go. That's why it's ranked so highly. But I liked would... it. I like Waikiki. It's still like I don't know. I love Oahu. I think there's so much to okay, do. Okay, and last but not least, what's your number one then, ladies? Kauai. Maui and Kauai. So literally the opposite of each <laughs> the other. Opposite. We're complete opposite. Wow. That's incredible. Our our next group trip to Hawaii is gonna be really interesting. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Kauai oh is my, my absolute favorite. I love that island. I know a lot of people who like Kauai, and I've been. I'm going to give it a second chance, but I've been told it's the Tulum of the Hawaiian Islands. All the trend, the trendy Instagrammers. It's the most Instagram friendly. I just thought it was. I actually thought it was boring. What stuff can be boring but pretty? Because you were pregnant and couldn't do anything. And it rained all day, right? We did AT- the whole trip. We did ATVs. We went zip lining. We hiked. Like there's so much to do there. It is the yeah, most that's millennial. Sound, that sounds totally you, we Sam. We did a golf cart. We did a golf cart tour. <laughs> yeah, you know ever. Sam is the first one who's like jumping on the zip line and like being like, "Where's my ATV? I love hiking and adventures in the outdoors. Did you canoe down that dirty river too?" <laughs> Oh, we were going to do that rafting down the <laughs> But it was fun. And then um, we did the golf cart sunset tour. In I do remember that you like I remember that. I, I do. Tour. I do love so Princeville. Fun. Princeville yeah. is great. Here's my That's question. My can, I, can I go to Kauai without them reopening the old St. Regis? Before they uh, reopen the St. Regis. Oh, yeah. So, there's no places to stay. No, but I know yeah, that place I, is pretty I, great. I definitely, th- I definitely think... 
that place is going to price out of most people's budgets. I mean, yeah. it already was eight to nine hundred dollars a night before it shut down. So it's on the high so, end of. Well, it's it's it's, it's like, it's like a four seasons. It's yeah, you can, stay at the, you can just stay at the Westin, Princeville. Yeah, and then drive over there and have breakfast. You can go. Oh, yeah, you can have dinner. You you, you do drinks. We and we enjoy ate dinner everything. there. Dinner was phenomenal. That was the best meal probably that we had in Kauai. But yeah. their lounge is awesome because it's outside. But the Hyatt is really great too. That's a really oh, good yeah. property. Yeah, I will say this though: the Four Seasons Maui is pricing the week on there the summer, which we're not doing the Four Seasons. It's like twelve hundred a night right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. I know. Yeah. <sighs> bottom prices. Pricey. Bottom prices at St. Regis when we were going, and that was 2011, was eight ninety a night. Okay. So I'm sure, like, given inflation, It'd be <laughs> you're going to be paying nine hundred, a thousand dollars a night, and but it's not suites. Not like, it's not the giant rooms at the Four Seasons. They're yeah. regular sized resort rooms. But when it is finished, it is going to be. Amazing. I can't wait to see it. It looks really pretty. And it's going to be a Marriott property too, right? Is it? I think it, it's owned by me. Ma- I think Marriott Starwood bought it. Well, Starwood Starwood yeah. owns owns is owned by Marriott now, so it'll be interesting to see how that shakes yeah. out. But it could be managed by them. It'll be interesting. We'll figure that out later. We'll tell you all about it. I mean, it yep. could be autograph <laughs> collection <we> <laughs> or whatever. Who knows? All right. Well, on that note, my fortieth birthday trip. That's where we're going. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. For real, right? All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Thank you so much, Jess and Sam, for sharing your thoughts on the Hawaiian Islands. These episodes have been some of my absolute favorite, getting to do research and learn from you both about um, the different islands. We did not talk about Lanai, but I think we can talk about that we on did a separate a tiny show. Bit. I think we did it during the Maui episode. Um, yeah, a tiny bit. I don't know bit. if there's, there's enough about that island to do an entire show. But I feel like I know so much more about uh, the Hawaiian Islands now because of these. Um, if you would like to find more episodes of uh, Escape or Travel Podcast, you can just do a search for us wherever you find your podcast, whatever that app might be. And if you'd like to join in on the conversation, we'd love to chat with you in our Facebook community. And you can do that as well by doing a search in Facebook for Escape a Travel Podcast. Again, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been a fun adventure talking about Hawaii. We will do more Hawaiian episodes, but probably just more specialized conversations. And again, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all real soon. Have a great night. Bye-bye.